mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 304 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. I was recording that time, I promise. <laughs> um, and today we are watching Stargate Atlantis. Yes. Season 5. Yeah. Episode 7. Uh-huh. Whispers. Uh-huh. A.K.A. Yeah. Stay sexy in Seattle. I love forest. that you butchered the, the line. Of course I did. Well, because I was like, do I want to change it to stay out of the catacombs? Do I want to like, stick no, with forest? But my brain did all that in the s- uh, second there. Um, my AKA is no thank you. It's a pretty good one. Nope, just no thank you. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. into it. How was your week? Uh, my week was good. Okay. It was. It was a little. It was a week. Yeah. It was a full week. Yeah. Back into the office. Take two. Uh huh. Um. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, the exciting part, I have finished watching Next Gen. Okay. So I've started a rewatch of Enterprise. Yep. I don't care what order I'm going in. Come at me. Also, you know what, Trek fans? Come at me. I, hot take, I think that the opening credits of Enterprise is one of the best opening credits of Trek because the visual journey that you go on for the opening credits makes my heart happy and directly connects space travel current days to Star Trek. And that's my hot take for the day. Um, I know some of those words. Yep. Uh, but the exciting parts, listen, listen, uh-huh. look and listen. I, on this podcast, have expressed <laughs> my weird love. Not weird. I am just not the person you would expect to one of their favorite movies to be Top Gun. Highway to the <laughs> so danger zone. I have been waiting for Top danger Gun Maverick. Zone. I'm just going to keep doing that at you. For so long. Lana! And we uh-huh. got to watch Top Gun Maverick last night. <laughs> and it made me so happy because it's everything I wanted it to be. Like, I, listen, I was not going to Top Gun for story. There was a great story. I was going to Top Gun for nostalgia and montages and awesome, like, flight scenes. It's fan service. The movie's fan service. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. No, I went for fan service. Yeah. Um, Are we going to talk spoilers or super vague? No, let's, we can come back to this in a tangent. Okay. Because I have a lot to say about the film. Yeah, that's why I'm saying, I don't know that we need to do 40 minutes of Top Gun. I will (laughs) simply say that... The first five, however many, five minutes, three minutes of the film, I was almost in tears out of pure nostalgia joy. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I absolutely loved it. Yep. It was absolutely incredible. Yep. It actually had a decent story to it, which, surprising. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, I had a really tough week. Yeah. And it was a, a nice, safe, loud, dark space for me to sit there and blubber. Yeah. For a little while um, and not think about the real world. Yeah. 
and I appreciate that, and that's ultimately what movies are mm-hmm. and are great for, is to either reflect the world or let us escape from the world. It is a perfect summer blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in in the grand scheme of summer blockbusters. Um, I like that there were stakes. Yeah. I wish there'd been more stakes, but I, again, I feel like I... I could go on this for a little bit too. So we're going to save it. We're going to save it for cast. Uh, but otherwise, anything the, else exciting happened? The one other thing, it was actually the day before Top Gun. Yeah. The other thing I have been waiting a long time for, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Um, Daddy Kenobi. Daddy Kenobi. <laughs> Listen, uh, I have two favorite characters in all of Star Wars. One is Obi-Wan. The other is Ahsoka, which... That had all separate news I won't get into that yeah. was announced yesterday. Um, I personally... We're just going to have to do like a summer pop culture <sighs> Seriously. Tangent. Yeah. Um, I won't go on too much about Obi-Wan Kenobi because I could go on for a while on it. I will just say the, the amount of emotions that can cross upon Ewan McGregor's face yeah. without him saying anything is mind-blowing. It's hard to say this and not detract from what was a really cool show, but I wish they'd cut the scene at the beginning. The scene at the beginning, That's yeah. All. I will say, if you are one who's sensitive to current events, just skip to three minutes in. I will say, I had to walk out of the room. Yeah, immediately skip to three minutes in. Um, that's that's Because you don't miss anything story-wise by having that there. You, you know you don't. There is one reference you slightly miss, but you can connect the dots easily enough the, without yeah, it. Yeah, it's um. Anyway, but that's where I am. I'm I'm a very I'm a soft shelled crab this week. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. so that's that's the best way to explain it. Yeah. Um, I'm a soft shelled crab this week, and I couldn't use without that scene. Yeah. But otherwise, because it's been a long week. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm okay. Yeah. And I did enjoy it. And. And Ewan McGregor is slowly just turning into Alec Guinness. He is in in the most um, also beautiful way. Is this a spoiler? Oh no, tiny layer. Oh my god! Uh, we found the Star Wars character that is both of our D and D gnomes combined. I I loved her. I love her so much. If I ever had a child, I would want it to be. That child, but also, God help me. Mine would be that child. If I have that, because, and here's why I know this, because I have a niece who's also <laughs> named Grace. Uh-huh. And that was on purpose, because my sister's like, from the beginning, this one's reminded me of you. Uh-huh. And there was a day, I still remember it very clearly, because it has to have been like 15 years ago now, because she's basically an adult. Yeah. And she was like four, where her and I... It wasn't a lecture or an adult being angry at her. We had an argument. <laughs> like two adult people yeah. had arguments. Mm-hmm. And then I got to a point where I got so annoyed at her that I shut her in my room. I didn't lock her in. I just shut yeah. the door. I was like, stop talking. Stop talking. You're me. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that would be my life. Yeah. Anyway, I also started a new book, but I'm not far enough in to fully recommend it. But it's been very interesting so far. So same. look for a review later. Same, 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 same. Z's. Uh, other than that, playing a lot of Horizon. I have so much Horizon. Played no video games in like two weeks. Finally figured out how to fly a Sunwing. Spoilers. Cool. Finally learned how to use a plane. 
on a piloted airplane. It is a plane-themed week. Yay! There's no planes in this episode of Stargate. No. Okay. September 5th, 2008! I can't even turn my head to yell I like I normally do. <laughs> um, Written by Joe and Paul, directed by Mr. William Waring. Guest stars! We have a shit ton of them, guys. You want them? We got them. Um, Nicole DeBoer, which, okay. if you're like me, obviously you recognize her as Ezra Dax. Which one is she? Uh, she is uh, Allison Porter. Oh, okay. The other, the other squishy the other doctor. Yeah, the other okay. doctor. She's been in other things. Uh, she was also with David Hewlett in the film Cube, um, oh. and was a regular on Dead Zone for a bit. Mm. Um, oh, Janine- oh, I want to quickly let everybody know that yes. we're drinking Dark and Misty's. Yep. And for those of you who can see on the video, <laughs> there are bad guys floating in the mist. Yep. Uh, we dropped gummy bears into our dark and misties. <laughs> For reasons. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Uh, it's been a long time since we shared our drinks. Because so we're adults and we yeah. can. Um, Janina Gavin Carr is Dusty. Okay. Um, she voiced, I don't know the characters of Star Wars Battlefront 2, but she voiced the main lady. Okay. Is she like the the super... Uh, She's like Marine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The super jock for lack of a better word. The babysitter, word. yeah. Yeah. I I loved her. Mayra? Sergeant Mayra? Yeah, I just kept calling her Dusty That's because okay. Dusty's a great name. It is a Dusty. I like Dusty. That's a great name. Uh anyway, it fits that she was the voice on a vid- couple video games because she's apparently a huge, huge gamer. Was nice. on tons of gaming shows. Um, she's also been cast. There's a Borderlands film coming up, and she's oh, yeah. been cast in that. Oh, okay. This I will save this further for the tangents. Yeah. Can we talk about video games being turned into movies slash TV shows? And when do we stop? That's all. I will leave it there. Okay. If you're going to, you have to do it with skill, because I did really enjoy Arcade. I know, but it's just... No, I agree. But if you do, you have to do it intelligently and not halo i don't want it okay. um she was also in the morning show she's a small role in the morning show yeah she's one of the hosts of another show on nice, the morning nice, show nice. she has a music career too she is a, she's apparently the first according to wiki she was the first actress on twitter so she's like a quadruple threat yeah jeebus um christina cox um who I don't remember which one she is. No, Ugh. she was. There's Teldy. Yeah, she's Teldy. I'm, I'm pretty okay. sure she's Teldy. Um, yeah. I forgot to write down who because I'm a bad host. No, you're not. Um, anyways, she was in Chronicles of Riddick. Okay. Uh, she did the boxing stunt work okay. for Hillary it is Swank. Teldy because yeah. she sort of looks like her. Uh huh. She did the stunt boxing nice. work for Hillary Swank in Million Dollar Baby because she's also like stunt actress. What a badass. And was in two episodes of SG1. I'm here for it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Leela Savasta. I am sorry, people. As our red shirt? As our red shirt. Well, it's like a pink shirt because I feel like shirt. it's not immediate. No. So. We recently saw her in Atlantis as a different character. She was Dr. Esposito in the Tower of Rodney. Oh. I guess you'd call it a purple shirt because it's not a blue shirt, but it's yeah. not a red shirt. Okay, yeah, she's a purple shirt. Oh, and then hi, Polly. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Know I am. Here's the part of the episode that I think is great. Now, we only have two people of 
actually technically at this point only one member of our main cast. Uh-huh. But I'm counting Carson as main sure. cast. We only have two characters out of six that we know will survive. He's uh, John is the only one with final girl vibes. Yes. <laughs> 100%. But if we're going to stick to the theme of this episode, we yeah. only have two characters that we know are going to survive. Yeah. The yeah. all the women. That's true and even Carson, you're right, is possibly couldn't could not. He's already died once. Uh-huh. So yeah. Um we start episode in fog. Two dudes walk into a forest. Get used to fog. We're going to be here a while. Does anyone hear the sound if it, they'd walk into a forest? I'm wondering if the whole set smelt like pancakes. So here's why. <laughs> okay. I don't know, but I'm here for this wonderment. Okay. I did a lot. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before. I danced like competitive dance growing up. And so frequently to start off musical number dance numbers, they would set off fog machines at competitions. I always thought the fog machines smelled like pancakes and syrup. That's interesting. It's a very unique smell, but every fog machine I've been around has smelled like pancakes and syrup to me. I'm trying to like recall memories of high school dances and that sounds familiar. It's like a sweet pancakes you know what else smelled like that from high school Uh my car because the (laughs) transmission was dying and i didn't know (laughs) i was thinking you just had it always full of pancakes apparently if your car ever smells like pancakes and syrup find help it bad (laughs) because your transmission is shot so in my head this entire set smelled like pancakes Mm, the (laughs) The entire filming anyways you have a few guys trying to make their way through the woods (laughs) making a lantern at night (laughs) They're apparently late. There's some I told you so going on. They're scared. It's yep. bad. They only have a sm- they only have a small basket and they were trading. So whatever they're trading for is like really good and valuable. I'm mm-hmm. guessing. And then wait, is someone or out they there? They did a really fail. Or trade. they did a real shit job. Mm-hmm. And they're like, someone out there, and it's really hard to tell in the fog. And they call out and they see a figure outline in the mist. Uh-huh. And they offer some help. Is the guy lost? Don't. There's no response except for clicking. Yeah, look, Samara from the ring yeah. is sitting there. You, you don't ask if she needs help. Also, listen, I haven't played The Last of Us, but uh-huh. I've watched a watch through play of, of The Last of Us. And I'm Clickers. pretty sure when you hear clickers, you don't go towards them. No, because brain not there. They're just cordyceps now. Yeah. Um, Any Anyone that twitches that way to yeah. look, you've got... Auditory clues, mm-hmm. visual clues. It's just a big nope. All the things here and telling you to nope out of here, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one of them starts to run because uh-huh. the other guy was dumb enough to try to reach out to the clicking nightmare fuel. No. <laughs> As he tries to escape, he comes face to face with someone wearing a gas mask, which is also a giant. Yeah, nope. big um, Doctor Who vibes going on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so a no. year later. We oh, need the all-female Atlantis team, uh-huh. which is awesome. Yes. They're investigating some tunnels on the fog planet, mm-hmm. and just, it's all like a big fucking nope. Allison is leading them towards some signal she found, and they're dropping glow sticks as they go, which is smart. Yeah. As long as they're rooms. not removed behind you from some creature. Yeah. Um, or you're not gone for so long that the glow sticks stop just glowing. Dies, yeah. Anyways, they do find a gas mask, and yes, Dusty... Creepy is definitely a good description for that. Yep, agreed. Uh, they do find something. We don't see what currently is, but it's enough that they should definitely call Atlantis. Yay, let's get out of here now. This place is bad. They're 
at Atlantis, we find the one and only, is it the two and only? The. One of the two only, Carson Beckett. It's funny because you can't use inimitable. Nope. You can't. <laughs> yeah, no, the two of only. One of two, uh, Carson Beckett. And he's packing again. A limited edition. He is Carson a limited Beckett. edition, Carson yeah. Beckett. McKay can't believe that Carson is leaving again. He has been on Earth for six months. He has been on Atlantis for a week, and he is leaving. Look, he's just really fond of travel now. He's finally gotten his overnight bag yeah. to do what he wants it to do. Listen, he admits that he doesn't know where he belongs right now, uh-huh. but he knows right now Atlantis is not where he belongs. I don't know why this reminded me, but I had a dream last night Yeah, that we went on a cruise, and then they're like, hey, if you come back in a day... You'll get this super awesome exclusive suite. Yeah. And from the suite, you had entrance to private jacuzzis and pools uh-huh. that people could watch you in, but they couldn't go into. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, yeah, we just have to go pack a new overnight bag and check on the dogs. Yep. I'm done. Can I tell you, I've been, I've, I have been on a cruise that has like a jacuzzi that other people can see that they can't get to. No, it was, it was very specific setup. It was like a hallway. Okay. Well, that's weird. It was like you were on display in the promenade. That's a whole separate weird thing. I don't know what my brain's telling me. So Carson is a doctor. He cannot sit here while so many people in the galaxy are suffering Mm -hmm. and you know, Maybe Carson carries some guilt that part of this is his fault. Yeah, maybe a little bit of penance, a little bit of doctoring. (laughs) Which we've touched on this before. Not only did he help the Hoffins get the original version of this drug to work, okay? Then he was also forced by Michael to make the second gen that is now spreading through the galaxy. That's fine. But then in the middle of that, there was that whole part where he, like, helped make Michael. Yeah. So that's a lot to have on your conscience. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Irregardless of how much you can argue is his fault or not. Irregardless of his faults or not. (laughs) His intentions or the reasons why he was forced into who knows anything's possible. Exactly. Yeah. So John shows up then instead of helping Carson head out, he actually tells him that he just got word from Major Teldy that there is another Michael lab that they just discovered. And yeah. obviously Carson will be an invaluable tool in helping to figure that shit out. Credits. Fucking Michael. Goddamn Michael. Yeah. So listen, Carson has not been doing a lot of off world missions recently. No. He was in prison for a number of years. Yep. And in a status pod. Yeah. Then recovering for six months. So needless to say, he wasn't quite ready for miles of hiking and repelling down a mountain. His his mobility is not... His mobility is such of a certain podcast host <laughs> who suffers from a lot of autoimmune illnesses and has been working within the 10-foot radius of her yeah. living room and now has to be like, I need to start doing calisthenics to literally make sure that I don't struggle... Getting from the park a lot to the Listen, office. I will say this. I'd probably be fine for the hiking part. The rappelling down the mountain part, even, I'm like, hmm. I feel like the rappelling part would be the more fun part. It feels like, I don't know how they have it set up, but it feels like that could use some muscles that I do not have trained. I, I think I just like rappelling. I don't like the up part. I love the down part. I like the up part and not the down part. <laughs> it's fair. I'm terror. The, the falling part. Together, we are one. We can make it. Bionic woman. Although all that heavy breathing is quickly not an issue when Carson meets the all woman team. Yikes. Yeah. Suddenly he's fine. Somehow John and Teldy introduce everyone to everyone. And John, mm-hmm. 
the head of military operations yeah. on Atlantis, who probably would have been part of the approval process for this team, somehow does not know that her team is, quote unquote, a bunch of girls. First of all, John. <laughs> a bunch of girls. He did not say that. Okay. She said that as sarcasm. Fair. That's true. That's true. I will say it doesn't surprise me that John doesn't know or forgot. He, that he was just like. Names? You picked it? Okay, cool. Yeah. And then just signed a page. He saw Probably. that there was four. Yeah. He looked at specific stats to make sure nobody had Probably. You know, gotten in trouble with the law somewhere. Yeah. Um, spot checked a couple things and it's like, this is fine. That's fine. What's more interesting to me is the admitting of not knowing. And, and listen, that's totes not what John was going to say at <sighs> all. But oh, yeah, he does notice that now that it's pointed out to him. Nice save. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean, Teldy does point out that she was told to pick the best and the brightest. Boom. Funny how that worked out. Zing. Bam. Uh, so they're going to head to town and John and Carson fist bump. And then Carson has some extra spring in his step finishing the trip. And here is my hot take. Okay, tell me. Look as awesome as this is. I love an all-female team. I'm also the person who's like, wouldn't it be great if we had a team of all women and it was normalized and we didn't have to remark upon it? Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. I'm more of the mind of, wouldn't it be great if the head of our military operations <laughs> and the former head of our entire medical staff had the maturity level to not become 12-year-olds yeah. when yeah. encountering four powerful women. Yeah. Men who have worked with uh-huh. the likes of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Weir, Weir, Samantha Carter, to name two of a bazillion. Taylor, Taylor fucking Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, at least... And this sounds weird, because it sounds like a defense of one versus the other. I will say, though, that one of the differences between this moment and when Rodney gets flustered... Yes. ...is that Rodney gets flustered around women. Period. Men, yeah. Aliens. <laughs> anyone. Anyone. Persons. Yes. It's it's very genuine and it's not so specific. Yeah. Whereas they're just like, yeah, girls. Like they might as well have found a Farrah Fawcett poster. I know. Okay, that's all I'm. And doing. I, you, I, I expect so much better from them. Yes, agreed, agreed. <sighs> At least from Carson, I do think John's got a little bit of a stunted. Well, I will say this: they, the rest, the they both. That's their only big moment. Now, True. Carson does flirt just because he finds someone he vibes with and is attractive, and that's fine. And that fine. does feel genuine. It doesn't feel gross or slimy. And I will say, this is their only, like, dude moment in the Fair. entire I'll episode. Give them that. Maybe they just needed a moment to be like, we're dudes. Yeah. Okay, let's get this out of our system, and exactly. now we're done. We're dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So back in the tunnel, my again, my point is, like, wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to make a big deal about the fact that it's a team of all women? True. True. Back in the tunnels. As they walk their long walk, Allison explains to them how they found the signal and then found Michael's lab. Mm-hmm. Inside, there's a whole series of frosted over stasis pods, most of which are filled. That won't be an issue at all. That won't. No, let's not think about that too hard. It's fine. Mm-hmm. They're just gummy bears. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. This is actually not a lab Carson's familiar with. Mm. It looks like it has been abandoned for a while. It is dusty in here no pun intended 
hey, Dusty, <laughs> don't go knocking on the, don't go knocking on the glass. Don't go knocking chasing on glass. waterfalls. Don't touch things. Come and knock on my glass. No, I can't find it. John is having some flashbacks to the last Michael Lad that collapsed in on him. But don't worry. Zombies waiting for you. Allison went in and turned off all the security protocols. That's not going to happen. And the misses are hers and hers and like, his. McKay didn't think of that because he didn't know about it. Like, Allison turned off the security protocols because of what we learned from the building collapse. Miss Company, too. <laughs> How to finish it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Okay. In in the computer, they're getting yeah. some information on what Michael was doing, and it could be valuable, and there's a lot of info, and it's going to take some time. Yep. Um. So, listen, John is not interested in watching Squishies read. Yeah, it's boring. Um, but, Dusty, you get to stay here and, and watch the Squishies read. Yeah, you get to babysit. And you can see how bummed she is. Sergeant. Stay with the nerds. Yeah. Uh, and and so the other two, they're going to, or the other three, yeah. they're going to head to the village that they... Poor Shadowing. <laughs> slip of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Going to head to the village that is a couple kilometers south of here. They might have information. And Dusty is left with Allison and Carson, who are like, nice work. Oh, thank you. You're <laughs> Put pretty, your too. I like your trapper keeper. And like extra smiley. I like your erasers. And like Dusty Can I that pencil? cannot roll her eyes hard enough. Yeah. I'm waiting for her to just like roll them back into her head so hard that she falls. And just like white eyed. Yeah. yeah. On the way to the village, the other three explain why there can't be a puddle jump here. The forest is too dense and plot. Yeah. Just yeah. it's listen, that's not an excuse. You uh, cannot tell me that there's not a place that you can land that puddle jumper yeah. anyway. Teldy says this is just a good excuse to firm up your glutes and your calves. Okay. And I love the idea that John is one of those guys who's like, look, I work out the bare minimum that's necessary for my job. Yeah. I run because I have to. <laughs> and and he can use this as an excuse to not do his cardio funk workout. Yeah. John seems like the kind of person who, um, and I say this as a fellow person like this, although I'm not nearly in the shape he's in, just doesn't enjoy a workout unless it doesn't feel like you're working out. Yes. Like, he'll run from Wraith all day. And that's why, probably why he likes surfing. Yeah. Things like that. But it's like, I have a hard time. I have to trick myself into working out. So it's like, hey, we're just going to mow the lawn and pull weeds this morning. Not a workout. Not a workout. You can tell John is a naturally active person. That's Yeah. He's not going to be like going to the weight room. No, not his vibe. Not his vibe at all. He'll go spar with Ronan. Yeah. Let's go play with my friend. He's not going to like run laps. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So Dusty is bored, having a power bar, and again, knocking on the glass of the stasis chambers. Carson. That's probably not what you want to do. No. Carson has determined they're all alive, but uh-huh. he doesn't really want to wake them up without knowing more because that will kill them. Maybe you should wake them up and maybe kill them. Maybe just accident. kill them all. Maybe just pull the plug. Uh, Dusty clearly doesn't know who she's talking to as she ponders that probably, you know, might as well just keep them on ice. Their families have probably written them off. Yeah. Most likely, like, that'd be an awkward reunion. What's, what's her name again? Sergeant Foot in Mouth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allison just coughs. Dusty still does not get it, and we'll just go check the perimeter. Yeah. And Allison tries to apologize, but Carson's like, it's fine. 
Like, she's right. She is not wrong. Yeah. Resurrections make for really weird reunions when the dead man has no idea he's dead. And I'm like, oh my God, did you visit your mom? Oh. Did you tell your mom you're alive? No, I think he like, he like creeped her, like stalked, <laughs> stalked her, her a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, <sighs> that's what I believe. It's also like, how hard would that be to go that close? And like, no, because you know, he's a mama's boy in the yeah. best way, in the sweetest way. He probably did some like ghost shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ghost shit. Like. I'm going to set out this mug when she's not looking. Yeah. That was my favorite mug for tea. It's just creepy. Yeah, to let her know that I'm still with her. <sighs> so otherwise you're going to give your mom a heart attack. Hashtag go shit. Hashtag go shit. Um, Carson asks uh, Dr. Porter, oh no, Allison, please, you know, if she's had any good encounters recently, dangerous predators, <laughs> been cloned. And no, she is new to the Pegasus galaxy. <laughs> and she's heard that cloning is more of a second year thing. Carson's like a third year. Thank yeah. you. Bruh. Um, yeah. But their their flirting is interrupted by the computer chirping because they found an early version of the human Aratus hybrid in the database. Fun. So the other three get to the village. Yep. It is abandoned. It's the forest is reclaiming it. Uh-huh. So they split the party even more to investigate. That's and what you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, we split the party. Doubling down, doubling down on your double down. And it seems like the locals left a while ago, and John's big question is, why? Yeah. And as John moves, we get the POV of someone watching him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the lab, research notes are showing up that the tests going on here weren't actually human aratus hybrids. Oh, this is a bad part. They're mixed with other things. Just things. We're Just not going to go into the details. Things. Don't worry about it. And their research was not abandoned because it was a failure. It was successful. Oh. Which begs the question, what the fuck are in these chambers? <laughs> yes. Because they're not human anymore. The thing. It's the thing. It's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're trying to make out what's inside when Dusty comes in and jump scares them. And asking if this is going to be a sleepover because it's getting dark. Yep. So the same figure is watching John in the village Mm -hmm. from inside a building down on the first level now. Uh, John, however, did roll very high in his perception check. Mm -hmm. And as the figure comes out of the building behind John, John is just sitting there on the stair like Han Solo pointing his blaster at Greedo. I love it. It is very cash. Super like, cash. It's almost like they hope you don't see mm-hmm. the weapon pointed mm-hmm. at you. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the guy who ran and left his friend mm-hmm. in the opening. I mean, the smarter of the two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and behind him are Teldi and Vega. Mm-hmm. And this guy named Morales, um, like the land, like it's like, look, the Lanteans were like, we're explorers. We came through the big round thing. And we get some lore as to what happens. Yep. A year and a half ago, people started disappearing from the forest at first and then from the village without a trace. Yeah. And clearly, the only explanation was that the village was cursed. So they abandoned yep. it. Magic. Yep. Yep. And they're like, then why the fuck are you here? I'm surprised that they didn't get that they left and they didn't get to the point where we're like, we're just going to sacrifice a villager every year. <laughs> we're just going to burn it. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. Why are you here, bud? Well, What's he deal? now lives in the village next door. Mm-hmm. He saw the team coming out of the caves and followed them to warn them. 
because the caves are dangerous, but if you people survive the caves, and he kind of wants to know what you found in the caves. Yeah. He's like, I'm highly curious, but you do it. He has, I will say, John's been hanging out with Ronan for a while because he flips his gun before he reholsters yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little flourish, a little, little bit. flourish. As if on cue, Carson radios in that they're definitely, like, they're done here, mm-hmm. but they're kind of done for the day and they're hoping that there is room in the village for them to bunk down. <laughs> I I like the, the glibness. It's like, there's definitely room. Definitely room. Yeah. Pick your spot and... Yeah. Marilla certainly is not staying here for the night. Have fun with that. And John's like, oh, whoa, whoa, sir. Yeah. We're not done with this conversation. He's like, um, no, night's falling. I'm sure as fuck not staying here. I'm done. I'm done with this conversation. So Dusty, Carson, and Allison make their way to the village. Mm -hmm. Carson starts up some small talk. He heard that Dusty was at the SGC before transferring to Atlantis. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, the Pegasus is kind of more of what she's looking for right now. More bad guys who need killing. Yeah. The Milky Way is not the same since the Ori got their butt kicked and Carson tries to point out that that's a good thing. Yeah, but it's boring for someone who likes to kill things. Exactly. Uh, Dusty, hears something and holds her hand up to stop. And Mm -hmm. Spidey senses. She slowly scans the area. That's my favorite move. That's my favorite move so hard that that's how we taught Stormy mm-hmm. how to sit and wait yeah. at a corner when we're crossing streets. And it's probably nothing. So they all continue to walk. But actually, there is definitely someone there behind them. Yay! It's fine. So soon they all get to the village. They split up again. John's yeah. team is heading to the next door village to get some chats done. And Dusty's again babysitting the squishies. Oh, this is my favorite part. But if they pass a Starbucks, Allison would love a, gra- a, a grande triple sugar-free vanilla latte. I don't know what the triples means. Is that the amount of espresso? I'm assuming that's the amount of espresso. That's a lot of fucking espresso in a grande. I mean, yeah, that's how I would roll. Oh, I'm just saying, like, throw that shit in a venti. Otherwise, just order espresso. What are you doing? Oh, see, I still don't know the size. Like, I, I'm i still the person who's like, give me a large. I don't know. <laughs> um, see, and I'm the person who, now, when I get a chai latte, I'm a minimum two-shot person. That's fair. Sometimes a three, if that's the only thing I'm getting to the day for the day for caffeine. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, great camera move, by the way, in the lab when we go and find the stasis chamber open and fog pouring out of it. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's normal. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Dusty's her own personal form of hell. (laughs) As Carson and Allison just continue to flirt. Uh Like, I love Carson's real subtle way of trying to figure out how old Allison is. Like, what year did you graduate? She's like, Caltech in 1996. I love that he's like, you're too young for me, but also I'm going to keep trying anyway. Well, I don't know if it's more of you're too young for me, but I think it's just more of, oh, you're younger than I thought. That's fair. Because I have a strong hunch they're both in their 30s. They may just be on opposite ends of their... Yeah. Judging from when she says she graduated, I'm guessing she's like early 30s. Well, I mean, it's 2008. So that's been 12 years. Yeah. So if she graduated... So it's like 33. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I have a hunch Carson's not quite 40. Okay. That's that's reasonable. Yeah, in your 30s, that's totally reasonable. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway... I don't know. Looking uh, looking at the at the early end of 30s from the lo- farther end of 30s, <laughs> I feel old as shit. And I'm sure that in five years, I'm going to be like, what the hell was I talking about? 
Yeah. But the late 30s versus the early 30s feels like a, a whole other world. I'm thinking... But that might be COVID related. <laughs> Pre-COVID Grace was young and hopeful <laughs> and a whole different person. I'm... Look, I have no clue how old Carson would be at this point. I'm guessing he's maybe... He's around... Guessing like 38, 39? That sounds reasonable. Yeah, so if it's, you know, 33 to 38... Okay. That's yeah, not, bad. not bad. No, it really isn't. No. I just have a, it's just No, it really isn't bad. It's like I it's not my it like who cares? I think I'm it, just saying my personal choice. I think it's more of Carson's like, "Oh, I was I would have put you, you know, oh, you're younger than me. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to tell you my age." Yeah. He's just playing coy. Yeah. He's fair. just being adorable. Yeah. Um Dusty laughs too, but she's reading something funny. <laughs> that's really obvious. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, what brought you to the Pegasus Galaxy, Allison? And it was like, oh, her sense of adventure, her desire to strain, to visit strange, unexplored worlds, to meet new and interesting people. And they both laugh and Dusty's going to vomit. Yeah. And she's going to go check the perimeter. I uh, don't blame her. She'll be back in 20 unless there's a sock on the door. And those two blush so hard. Yeah. Can we act like we're 30? <laughs> How about we just act like we're 30? And no. I think that's more her thing. Yeah. She's like, can we not do this? Listen, this is both of their styles. I feel like neither. Listen, Carson or Allison, neither one are like direct when it comes to flirting. My thing is like, fine, Dusty. Fine. You're so annoyed and upset. (laughs) Bring Ronan into this room. (laughs) Let's see how you act. Yeah. Because that. I know. Would be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, I'm picturing that in my head now. Oh, I was actually... Dusty and Ronan. Can I actually say I was picturing, like, Dusty and Taylor almost, too? Oh, I didn't even consider that, but I'm into it. Yeah. (laughs) Either one. Yeah. Either one. Just the amount of, like, I like to hunt things. I know. Because it's... Taylor's a little more, you know... True. Worldly and, like, sensitive and thoughtful. And she's like, I want to kill shit or else I'm bored. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, they're blushing real hard. They're adorable. So John's team is just in a fog-filled forest at night. Yeah. No biggie. Uh-huh. Obviously, everything's fine here. I call those team village checkers. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, uh, they're more or less sure they're going in the right direction. Oh. And that's when the lights on their flashlights start going out, which Yay. is fine. And then clicking starts. Fine. That's always normal. Clicking's just and they see figures that, that forest do. moving quickly around them. No, <laughs> no. Um, That's another thing that forests do. They just randomly move listen, around. Listen, I would have left this planet so long ago. I wouldn't have made it past the hike that Carson was complaining oh, about. Oh, I would what have made it to the about? hike. I'd be like, I'm out. My blood sugar's a low. Oh. I'll see you back in the fucking lunchroom. I'll be sitting with McKay As soon probably. as I heard fucking clicking at night in the fog, I am like, bye. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Dusty is just strolling on her perimeter check, but her senses are up. Mm-hmm. Although just, hey, guys, just people in, in general, a life lesson um, don't investigate water wells at night. Mm-mm. Just don't. Nothing good happens. I, I'm sorry, I got food in my mouth now. <laughs> I appreciate her dropping that stone, though. Yes. That it's like one elephant, <laughs> two elephant, three elephant, 
but holy shit, how yeah. deep is as well? It does eventually hit water, and she tries to look down, but her flashlight also goes out. And then she finds... <sighs> she finds a doll on the ground, which is an immediate nope. I can't express how much nope. Not only is there a doll... The doll is screaming. The, it's like, it's not even a normal kid's doll. It's like a creepy ass doll. That is something you burn. That is shit out of the straw also, house. Also, they never really explain the doll. No, they don't. It's just creepy doll. Yeah. I feel like a villager made a replica of something yeah. he saw out there. Uh-huh. And then gave it to a child because why not? It was like, hey, if you see this run, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then she just walks away as fog starts pouring out of the well. Mm-hmm. God damn it. This episode. Team searchers. Back in the forest, everyone is unsettled, rightfully so. Uh-huh. And then something just runs out at them, yep. but it's just Marielis. Yeah. Raising the demon alarm. Marielis is, is lucky he doesn't get killed in this episode. Well, he does. Well, by our team. Uh, by our team, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Demons are out in the mist, definitely, and they're after him. Yeah. Jesus. Vega, of course, in the moment is like, are we buying any of this shit? Our purple shirt. And then gets grabbed and pulled into the mist because well, she just got we real. We are now, Vega. Thank um, you. They chase after her and quickly find her. She's super dead. Yeah. And then there's another figure out there that John sees coming towards them. It's time to not be here. He opens fire. He takes it out. But then there's more clicking noises and Uh it's not good. And they're like, let's fall back. Screeching, clicking, banshee things. And they run with Morales. Gotta go. At the village. Yes. They're both just really happy they got this chance to work together. Allison and Carson. And then they hear the gunfire in the distance. They see nothing out the door. There's just static on the radio. Uh Dusty wants the squishies to stay here. She's going to investigate. Yep. Carson's determined to come with her, but no. John told me to take care of you. That means you're going to stay away from the gunfire. Yes. You're going to stay in the squishy lab. I don't care if you want to tell it an order or not. (laughs) Yeah. But when Allison tells him to stay behind, he, he does. Yeah. And he's clearly not a fan of the idea of someone going out there without backup, but he also doesn't want to leave Allison alone right now. Mm-hmm. So the other group made it to the cave tunnels. Yep. Because if you can't make it to the village, make it to the creepy ass tunnels. Sure. Sure. Towards the lab uh-huh. where you probably know this shit originated from. Yeah. Let's run towards the danger. And Morellis is just going, I'm really sorry I didn't know. Oof. Which is worrisome for John, because sorry yeah. about what? What? Is you, what did you do? Yeah. Which is answered when they walk into the lab and all of the pods are open. Fuck. And Merlis admitted that he opened them and John's like, why the fuck? Why, why are you release monster? Why do like that? In Merlis's defense-ish, his wife was among the missing. And when he saw bodies here, he thought she was one of them and that he could save her. I feel like... It's a lot that he thought he could save her. Yeah. But I see the point of wanting to be like, is that my wife in there? I'm more like, maybe see if you can figure out which one your wife is without opening the pod. So you only open your wife's pod. That's an idea. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So there's 12 pods. John killed one. So there's 11 of those things out there. But also, if I thought they were humans, I'd probably go through and open them all in hopes that, that if they were human, I could save them. But if you opened the first one, 
True. <laughs> After the first one, you'd be like, we're going to close that door right back up. And we're going to keep closing that door right yeah. back up. Uh-huh. Just keep closing it and until it's closed. Not open all of them. Who's around me right now? Naturally, John cannot call out to Carson because the fog is fucking with their lights and must be fucking with their radios as well. And neither yeah. one of these two are the best at reading wraiths, so they're going to need the squishies. Uh-huh. And Morales doesn't want to go back out there because demons are there because you unleashed the demons, asshole. So, sure, stay here. John's like, we'll be back, but obviously yeah. doesn't want to do that, so he tails after the people with the guns. Yep, yep, that's what I would do. Um, <sighs> Allison and Carson notice how foggy it's getting outside. Uh-huh. And Carson is questioning letting Dusty go on her own again. And there's a figure walking behind Allison in the window, which is a big note for me. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they're sitting ducks. They're just sitting ducks. Goes back to, like, one of my biggest... Here's my thing. With horror films, Uh the ones that creep me out the most are the ones that are, like, the small, tiny details. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like the reflections in windows because you already sometimes see weird shit and reflections on the corner of your eyes. Yeah. So like that's the stuff that gets with that sticks with me the longest. Yeah. The little jump scary type things. Uh huh. It's like there's a movie where you see a figure walk across a window, but the window's on the second story and there's no balcony there. Like that's the shit that gets to me, especially when I wear glasses yeah. and then can't see in the middle of the night don't and then there's shadows. ever, which actually I'm due for a rewatch of this. Yeah. Don't ever watch The Haunting of Hill House. Never watch that. I watched the one with Liam Neeson. No, this is a series. Okay, then, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. This is the series. Uh, you watch, the one nope. you watch is the Catherine Zeta-Jones thing. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. This is the series that came out recently, the yep. Mike nope. Flanagan one. Nope. Don't um, do it. I watched Insidious and that fucked me up for <laughs> still good, now. That's a good one, too. It's still, I'm still fucked up from that movie. Yeah. And I saw it in the theater. I don't know why the, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, it was real dumb of me. Thoughts. Thoughts. Sometimes we think we're brave and we open well, doors to we pods. We went with a group and so I thought I'd be fine and then I wasn't. It happened. Okay, so they hear clicking noises and they wonder if it's Dusty and call up her, but no, it's not. No. Dusty doesn't click. Yeah, Hot I don't take. know if you remember, but she has a human voice. Yeah. So Carson starts putting his, like, like putting on his backpack to go out there. And uh, yes, Dusty said that, you know, to stay here. And she is maybe the one who would punch someone if you go against her orders. But if someone is out there, Carson would rather surprise them than the other way around, which uh-huh. solid thinking. Yeah. So he has a sidearm. He's been in off-world situations. He tells Allison to stay here. She'll be fine. Uh-huh. I do love watching this change in Carson. Is. Yeah. Carson was Allison. Yes. Season one Carson. 100%. Allison. Yeah. Carson now is like, cock him a gun. I have moon been. haunted. Sh- yeah. <laughs> I have seen shit. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go. Moon's haunted. Yeah. So he heads out walking slowly. His flashlight goes out, of course. Uh-huh. And he calls out for Dusty. It's real creepy. Yes. But the figure he sees in the fog is absolutely not Dusty. That doesn't look Dusty-like. <laughs> he stays very quiet. He tries to back up, but he steps on a branch. And he goes running as the figure starts to chase him. He runs. He eventually trips, 
falls, scrambles to get his back against the wall, holding his weapon out. And then to me, besides the doll, the creepiest thing in the entire episode happens. Yeah, the the shambling walking dead coming towards him. On the wall. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, crawling yeah, yeah. down the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this Carson senses the eyeless it. wonder. Oh, God. And gets his breathing to be quiet. And he looks up and the creature's like inches from his face with no eyes oh. and creepy Voldemort looking shit with gills from its neck where fog comes out. That's always fun. No. <laughs> Just, I can't express the how much The random fog coming out. I feel like... I can't put my finger on it, but I'm like, how do I use that as my advantage? Like, yeah, can you light fog on fire? What do you do to it that? It depends on what the fog is made of. Yeah. Our, our D&D characters absolutely try to light that shit on fire. Light it on fire. Freeze it. Oh, you can freeze it. And then they, it drowns their gills. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, Carson freezes like it's a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. Can't sense movement. And eventually it does go away, but Carson's radio makes a noise. The creature drops down in front of him. Fog mouth. And thankfully Dusty uh, takes him out with her gun. And she is happy that he, not happy that he is out here at all. And they quickly try to make it back to the Mm -hmm. base camp. Mm -hmm. And then when they get there, Allison's not there. Great. None of these squishies can fucking sit still. (laughs) How annoyed is is, is Dusty right now? She's so... She's at the end. Can 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 you not? I'm gonna handcuff you two to each other. <laughs> Whoops. Um. So Sorry. there's a lot of questions. More noises are going on outside. They have guns pointed, and but it's just the rest of the team, except yeah. for Vega, because she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't know where Allison is. Um. <laughs> Which is great. John figures all they need is a fucking prom queen and kid in a wheelchair and we're set. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's not good. Um Carson at least has an idea of what's out there because he knows the research yeah. and he he's like, this is early hybrid experiments genetically altered to have the predatory characteristics of several creatures we don't know what creature what creature makes fog mouth i don't know where did fog mouth come from i don't know he's not sure which ones uh but he does know they're blind they hunt by sound and the fog is from their gills which they use as a predatory device which oh, explains you know, those fog mouth gills explains the gas masks um because again something that's not addressed enough in this episode what does it do to you to breathe that in? Oh, right. It's, you know, it's like asbestos. It's a long-term cancer issue. John votes they don't find out yeah. what breathing it in does to you. And there's also no point in waiting until morning because those things are not nocturnal. But either way, John knows they have to find Allison. He needs Carson to figure out how to deal with them from the research. Uh-huh. And yeah, you know, bad news there. Carson did find enough to know that the reason Michael abandoned them is because even he couldn't figure out how to control them. Burn the whole fucking thing to the ground. It's like an ant's nest. You burn the whole thing. Yeah. Or, you know, you know how you've seen things where people pour, like, molten metal into ant colonies? Just do that. Or you just move. Which is ultimately what Michael did. He's like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) And just leave these for someone else to deal with. It's not mine. This is not mine anymore. I'm not interested in this. Burn it all down. That didn't work. Okay, I'm leaving. Yep. So glow sticks, they can't go out. 
Yeah. I'm assuming from the fog, <laughs> we guess. So <laughs> Carson and Marilis are going to stay behind. If they're quiet, they'll be safe. Famous last words. Um, the other three go to head out and immediately split up for some reason. They'll be back in 20. Same. Sounds safe to me. Listen, I've never watched the movie A Quiet Place, but I'm pretty sure this is the plot of A Quiet Place. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit it is. It's like you've combined Quiet Place and Last of Us. Well, there's some interesting stuff. I mean, no one's pregnant trying to have a baby in silence, so there's that. Oh, is that happening in Quiet Place? That fucking happens in Quiet Place. Sure. Yeah, it's bedtimes. I just, because again, it's the things that get realistic to me that I have issues with. I just assume Quiet Place is not a movie for me to watch ever. No, don't yeah. watch that. <laughs> don't do it. Unless I'm real drunk. Um, So it's just, listen, it is just creepy, tense, foggy, moving figures, yeah. creepy. It's bad times. Just not a fan of any of this shit. Also, uh-huh. them crawling up from the well. Yeah. No. Anything that crawls out of a well. Again, mm-hmm. we're going back to the ring. No. This is the ring planet. This is the horror movie trope planet. Can I tell you that after I, I never watched. No, I have now seen the ring. Yes. But for years, I only saw Ringu, like the j- yeah, yeah. original uh-huh. Japanese film. And I watched in college. And this is when I lived in a dorm room alone. Uh-huh. And I then had to cover every reflective surface in my dorm room for a week. You don't want anything coming out of there. No. Yeah. That shit fucked me up. I still struggle to look at my own reflection when I get up to pee at night. Oh, see, again, I think I've mentioned this. I have no problem with my reflections. I watched season one of X-Files when it first aired, so my fear is the fluke man. Oh. My fear is something coming up from the toilet. No, no, no. Anytime I look in a mirror at night, yeah. something else will be looking back at me. Yeah. That's all. I also... Um, or by reflection, look. Yeah. Any psych pit majors out there... <laughs> Have fun. We've already talked about how if I see a doppelganger, I will kill it. Yeah. The other thing that I worry about is that my reflection will do something that I'm not doing. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a thing that I've watched for. The other thing that I'll tell you that that has fucked with me enough that sticks with me. I'm one of those people who when I'm coming back from the toilet, who I already assume there's going to be a monster coming up from the toilet to grab me. I have to leap to my bed from a distance. And get into my bed as quick oh, as see, possible. That one's never bothered me. Because, and I get this wasn't a closet in the movie, but in my head it's under the bed because of Ghostbusters. Yeah. And the the dog demon creature yeah. in the closet dog with the demon glowing eyes. I'm not scared of because I feel like the boys would let me know. My dog's not going to give a shit about yeah. that. No, my boys are going to be like, mama, dog demon. Growing up, I had a boom box because yeah. I had a boom box growing up. <laughs> Uh, It had two red lights that were on. Yeah. Exciting. That was not good. No, it's always reflections for me or like looking into the backyard at night. Because if I go into the kitchen, I look into the backyard. There's going to be shit there. It's like someone's going to be hanging out there. Oftentimes, if I wake up early in the morning and the sun's not out, Mm -hmm. I make sure there's no gators. But that's more because we live in Florida. Florida. And our pool... Looks like a natural water source. <laughs> My fun thing was uh, when we were younger, um, we would just let our dog out in the back. Uh-huh. He was very well behaved. He never left the yard. Sure. He was very well trained. But 
he had a reflective collar. Yeah. And so at night when you go to let him in, you'll just see like a reflective line and then the two eyes that glow yeah, like yeah, a cat yeah. eyes running like towards too. you. And that's I'm like, safe. that's fine. I'm pretty sure it's my dog. I'm fairly yeah. confident. I live yeah. in a neighborhood. This is fine. Yep. Oh, look, it's my dog. Good. Thank God. Okay. Where were we? <sighs> um. So eventually... John finds Allison huddled under the stairs uh-huh. in tears, frightened. Don't blame her. This would be me. Just crying under stairs. Gotta go. John does tell her to keep quiet and they head back towards the house. Mm. Um, which they're at the house. Yeah. Morales is being the opposite of quiet. He's just yelling. Yeah. It's like, look, you dumb piece of shit. You need to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Which is basically what Carson tells him, only just a tiny, tiny bit nicer. Because he is nicer. Yeah. Um. He's yelling, this is a mistake. We should go to the next village. Carson's like, shut up. And because he's being an idiot, two creatures break through the window and then drag him through it. Well, good. Because he was loud. Yeah. Carson has no clear shot to shoot. And then knowing there's no way to help him, Carson's like, sucks to suck and just move shit from the window. Gotta, gotta save me. That was your fault, dude. Yep, you did that. Um, but then there's clicking. There's fog under the door. Again, nopes. And the door rumbling. Come on, people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allison and John make their way through the fog. They see another glow stick in the distance, which raves in response to John's waving. So yeah. they know it's an actual Thank person. God. Yeah. Which keep that in mind for later two minutes from now uh-huh. it's dusty they continue moving they see near the glow stick but this one doesn't move in response clearly it's because Teldy just doesn't see them that's totally it that's exactly what it is yep sounds great to me they keep moving but the light is actually stuck in the neck of one of the creatures uh-huh. no Teldy to be found dusty takes it out in the group is even more heightened alert now. I do appreciate that she jammed the zombie lady's shoulder fuck yeah she's like Whatever I have in front of me, I will shove in your body. And so they get to the house, the door's open, and instead of Carson and dead guy, they find Teldy. Yay. But there's also blood here, and we don't know whose it is. Can we stop running? Stop running out of the room. Now, I listen, I will give it to Carson, because, like, what else was he going to do? They're about to break into that no, room. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's fair. We find Carson running through the village, just genuinely scared for his life. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You just keep moving at that point. Um, no, to me, well, they climb really well. I was going to say get up high, but mm. they don't give a shit about you just height. You kind of have to keep moving. So tell the, well, here's my thing. You get up high, so you have 360 visuals. Okay. Like but on top not, of a bell if, tower. I just feel like you're more agile on the ground. You are, but my thought was more of if you get up to the highest point and then just stay silent. That's fair. I just keep thinking they're going to tree me in here. Yeah, I listen in video games. I resort to height. I don't like feeling trapped, so I'm like, I'm just gonna keep moving, keep yeah. moving, keep moving. I like the dodging and rolling. I like the I like the distance height because I feel like I have uh, can see people coming and can take shit out before they get to me easier. Then that's fair. Yeah, clearly I need to be playing more ranged creatures in d and I just like to be like, you can't hit a moving target. Yeah, I think this this explains why I've never played a melee character in yeah. D&D, ever. Yeah. And you tend to, you have played a number of melee characters. I just like to do a lot of fucking weird shit. Sometimes, I've read that this is, sometimes you charge a creature and that throws them. Yes. 
Which I've actually heard works if someone's, in real life, Yeah. if someone's trying to hit you with something, mm-hmm. if you charge in and get close, they have less momentum yeah, to hit yeah. you with. I hear, I've heard that. But then you're, you're, you're assuming that you can disarm or overpower. Yes. Yeah. I have, I'm one of the, I listen, I got, I got height and like mass behind me and I'm still not sure if I could successfully disarm person. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, stuff it's why I have a very heavy, sharp object on my keys. There you go. I'm just going to go for eyeballs. Yeah. So Teldy was thinking as she saw the nightmare crawl up from the well that the cave tunnels rust- must run everywhere, including to that well at the center of town. And it's how Michael could just grab his test subjects. So they count how many they've killed. There's nine left. Allison just they sh- suggests they exploit the fact that they can hunt by sound and they lure them into an ambush. Yeah. Uh, and, and after a thought, they realize they can use the computer as bait and not yeah. a person, thankfully. Uh-huh. Yeah. So John makes a little makeshift map on the ground um, with compasses and bullets. They're going to take up positions where they can see the well. John's going to set the charges using a timer and not a remote detonator just in case the fog fucks things up. Smart. And smart they're going to l- lower thinking. the computer partway down the well to emit an ultrasonic burst to hopefully attract the other nine creatures. Yep. Once you hear the signal, start shooting everything that moves. The signal, of course, is the well blowing up. Mm-hmm. John reminds them that they do not move, they do not fire, they do not make a noise until the well blows up. Yep. And John will not hear negativity or what ifs. This is the plan. Let's go. Yeah, no plan Bs, which I appreciate their need for one because that's who I am. I'm like, what's my backup? Mm-hmm. What's my backup plan? And he's like, we have no others. If this doesn't work, it's because we're all going to die. Yeah, if this doesn't so work, this works. you run for the gate as fast as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone takes up their positions. Even um, even Allison now has a P90. Yeah. And they're not, even if they're not super happy with the plan, they're going through with it. John gets to the well, gets the bucket, which awesomely makes a shit ton of noise as he cranks it up. Uh-huh. Gets the computer, turns it on, lowers it down. Yeah. And as he's starting to set the C4, creature attacks him because he made a bunch of noise Yay. at the well. His C4 and his timer goes flying, but not before he sets a five minute timer. <laughs> You just got to make it for five minutes. You got to get away. Yeah, that's five what minutes. I mean. You got to make it for five minutes. Get it the fuck out of there. So John, so the women can't tell what's going on down there. And they haven't heard the signal, a.k.a. the, bomb. Yeah. the bo- well blowing up. Uh-huh. John struggles against the creatures. Carson never heard the plan. So he just runs up and starts firing at I the creature, it, yeah. helping John take Wild him down. Out. Uh, Teldy and Allison just hold. They're hearing gunfire, but they know that's not the signal. Yeah. But they're like anxious. Oh, yeah. As you I would, would be, be too. Yeah. John frantically is searching for the C4. They see there's a minute 30 left. And uh-huh. Carson and John thinks it's best to probably just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But they see figures in the mist <laughs> all around them. <laughs> and they're next to the well, and there's a bunch of C4 about to blow, and they're surrounded. Yep. The women are all anxious. Well, not all anxious. Uh-huh. Teldia and Allison are getting really nervous. They can see the figures and the clicking noise through the mist. And Teldy warns her um, that if we fire now, we could hit John. You just have to wait. Dusty is like more trained for this. She's just, just blowing bubblegum yeah, waiting. Yeah, chewing gum. She's like, I'm here to shoot things and chew gum. And yep. I'm not out of gum yet. Yep. And at that moment, the C4 explodes. Everyone opens fire. Lots of gunfire, lots of creatures going down, and eventually the sounds of creatures stop. Mm -hmm. 
And they call out for John. Yay. And nothing responds. Yay. So they get down to the ground, down to the well level, and there's nine figures here. Tell the, or, or uh, Dusty counts them, nine, and then plus the three we killed, that's 12. And the fog's already less here. Yeah. And then one more creature runs towards them and they quickly mm. take it out. But Dusty does the recount. That's that's now nine. I miscounted. Is it a no? We're going to find out. That's a good question. Did mm-hmm. she count right or wrong the first time? Uh-huh. And now their radios work as well. Because yep. there's no more fog. Carson and John are down in the well. In the tunnels, they might as well repel down and join them. Quality escape rope, boys. <laughs> so they're walking through the tunnels now. Allison just wants to go to Atlantis and sleep for a week. Yeah, can I just know more mad science for a while, please? Thanks. Yeah, Carson's like, this won't take long. And notice it's Allison's very... She's thrown yeah, by everything it's a lot. that's happened. it's a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot. And she just wants to wait here because, like you said, that's enough med scientists for the day. Yeah. And Dusty this time volunteers to wait with her. Sure. And the others will be quick. Carson just wants to download everything so they never have to come back here ever. Yep. Yep. In the hallway, Allison's spidey senses are up. I mean, listen, they had 12 pods and they've had 12 kills and they have them all and there's nothing to worry about. Sure. But then Dusty hears something too. Mm-hmm. And then there's clicking noises. Normal. It's fine. Mm-hmm. John looks all around the lab, walks over to doors with illustrations of Aratus bugs on them. Uh-huh. And touches it, and it opens. Secret doors! <sighs> Secret tunnel! <laughs> and inside there's a lot more pods. Great. Yeah, that's great. Oh, and they're all open. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And Teldy realizes they did not get them all. Not even a little bit all. Gotta get them all. <laughs> Dusty and Allison are creeping through, thinking it's nothing. Hearing clicking noises. Yeah, clicks are bad. Time to go. And one's right there. And John, Teldy, and Carson go running at the sound of gunfire into the hallway and find fog filling it from the other end. Yay. John's like, look, if this shit goes bad, the two of you get to the gate. Do you think Atlantis has, like, dances that they put on, like, formal nights? And then John's like, no fog machines from here forward. I don't know if they have dances. I'm I'm assuming they have, like, monthly gatherings. Like, they have to have an opportunity to get fancy. Yeah. Um. So, as the hybrids run at them from the mist um, and... And like, then there's a second hybrid. I'm sorry, there is a truck, and I'm the dog. Yeah, we're, been... we're we're jockeying for position <laughs> so with the dog. The dog has been Kaylee's been adorably sleeping at my feet this entire podcast. It's been so cute. But then a a delivery truck just went by, and she's like, "I gotta get the delivery truck," and I've been like blocking her with well, my. We're feet. playing defense. Okay, go. Okay, so, um, yeah, so a hybrid runs at them from the mist. They start shooting. There's a second one coming, and it's just like waves of fucking creatures coming at them. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't Im- listen. Carson only has his sidearm. I can imagine he ran out of bullets real quick because he's already fired a couple. I don't know how many. Anyway, yeah. There's we're, look. They, he's low on ammo compared to the other two. It's not unlimited. So they move forward to see if there's any more, mm-hmm. and that's when Dusty yells, "All clear." As they, I guess, start counting the bodies to make sure there's no Jesus. more to kill. Yeah. 
Then we cut back to Atlantis. Yay, we're at least off of this fucking planet. Oh my, never go there again. Yeah. Ever. Carson is packing up again. Carson's only been Atlantis for two weeks now. I'm surprised he unpacks ever at this point. Yeah. Um, but in the past week, he's finished his research into those whatever the fuck they were. And they passed on his findings. And now he wants to get to the more important task of saving lives. So John comes in. Carson's like, there's not another Michael lab, is there? And no, John just came to help Carson. Yep. And update on Allison. She has a few weeks back on Earth, and then she'll be back in the Pegasus mm -hmm. galaxy. And, you know, Carson's like, look, someone with her skills would be benefit to my work that I'm going to be doing. Yeah. John's like, I'm sure, she, I'm sure she will. Yeah, she'll benefit your work, if that's what we're calling it now. McKay is very confused as to who Allison is. And John's going to pass that request up to Woolsey. Uh-huh. Uh, McKay doesn't even want to know who Allison is at this point because no one's going to tell him. Don't even tell me. I don't even care. I don't even care, except I care a lot. Please be my friends. Be my friends. Be my friends. John and Carson leave the room with his gear. McKay follows. He's like, okay, fine. Tell me, please. I actually really do want to know. And Woolsey, like Woolsey, the doors just close on McKay and the episode ends. Yay. A nice little moment of levity after so much nopeness. Oh, my God. This episode. Yeah. That was fun. I enjoyed it. I like a good creepy episode. Listen, this is not like, this is my type of creepy I could handle. Yeah. This is, this is like, anything beyond this is when I'm like, uh-uh. I like a good monster of the week. This was fun. Let's yeah. do it again. Well, next up, we have an episode called <gasps> The Queen of Farts. That's what I've decided yep. it's about. That's exactly it's what it's the called. The Queen of Farts. Yep. There's find a substance that makes everybody gassy yep. on the planet. And then Atlantis starts to float away. Yep. And they all have to fart and burp to get the, the Atlantis back on the ocean. Uh-huh. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us on Facebook, there's no place like Terra. Email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Terra. Rate us, like us, review us, wherever you get your podcasts. Fight, fight, fight.